Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello, Puckalonians, and welcome to episode 34 of the Puckle TCG Cast. Puckle, of course, stands for... Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name our fearless, uh, fearless leader Thatch came up with and we're just running with it. We have a very special episode for you guys today, finally, because uh, those pesky five Thursday months always keeps me out of the loop. I've It took me more than a week to be able to get back to you on Worlds. Um, so let's go ahead and, and give thanks to Battlecast for taking our spotlight away just for the last month, but now we're back and we're going to talk about all things Worlds. And with you tonight, I have two magnificent co-hosts. Uh, we brought back one of the better players that I've ever encountered. Some say that queens have uh, our Sigma size bed. And that's our Sigma. It's nice to be back. Nice to have you back too. And for the first time making his TCG cast... Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe you. It, thank you. Debut. We uh, have uh, some say that he can make his shadow cry. It's Trainer JC. It cries all day, baby. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. And welcome to the TCG group. Uh, you guys might know uh, Trainer JC in the uh, Facebook chat group and the gr- group in general as uh, Giancarlos, his Pokemon name being, of course, Trainer JC. And he is here to talk about, uh, just talk with us, not only about the worlds, but also his experience. Because uh, our boy here actually went to Fort Wayne and participated in the first tournament expanded for the new season. But before we get into all that, a big thing happened not too long ago. And that is rotation. Rotation came hitting like a comet hitting the earth. And it really created quite the ripple. And that ripple is no more via Seeker, no more of those uh, hex maniacs, nothing of that. So we are in a post-apocalyptic situation of of how to learn, relearn how to play the game. And I wanted to ask you guys, starting with you, Arsima, how has Rotation treated you? Um, I haven't delved in it too much yet. I mean, I am missing the VS Seekers. I've played a few games. And 
trying to make metagross work and it's not quite there yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> trying yeah. to figure out the new combination of trainers is a real trick. Yeah. Losing and those. It, it yeah. really is. And and I have a uh, I've been practicing a lot in the rotation, but before we go to that, uh how about you, trainer JC? Well, post rotation kind of diff it's really hard without the Via Seeker. Because mm -hmm. I finally joined the dark side with the uh, Garador Drampa, and that <laughs> and that and that requires four versus seekers, you know. So like now that we're losing that, I'm like kind of debating whether to just completely drop it or figure out a new way to build decks. Yeah, no, uh, Garbador Drumpa really did, did get hit by the rotation, it, it, but it's still kind of strong. Although we um we do have Jela um Galisopod. Thank you, Galasapod. That is a good replacement for Drumpa. That's right. Now, yep. now um, what I've been playing, like I said, I was I've been streaming on our Pokemon uh, streaming uh, Twitch. Please go ahead if you haven't deep deep the podcast stream at twitch.com. Um, and uh, I've had I've tested like six uh, six new decks. Uh, between them, I have the Ho Woh uh, Torchinator deck. I tried a new Lycan Rock, all post rotations, and this is what I figured out so far. Of course, it's way too early to tell. This is going to change probably by tomorrow because that's how the meta works. Yeah. Um, but what I found is now your dependence on trainer is still there. You just now need to... You via Seeker now is your Tapu Leles and your Discard Pile is your deck. Um, those Tapu Leles are gold. And it's exactly what you need. And now Sycamore, using Sycamore and having actual supporters on hand hurts. Oh, um, you yeah. have to be very calculated as to what you want to discard and what is worth discarding or not. So in that aspect, it makes it a little bit trickier. But I think the synergy between trainers and Pokemon now that VS Seeker is gone and you have to depend on Pokemon like Tapu Lele to do it, I actually do enjoy that quite a bit. It's, I, th I feel there's a little bit more synergy between the Pokemon you play and the trainers you play. So I, at least for me, I find that that quite refreshing. Yeah, there is a lot more challenge to deck building right now, or mm -hmm. even playing the decks. Because once a card's gone, it's usually gone, unless you're playing Gardevoir. <laughs> so. Right? Twilight GX? Oh my God. <laughs> yes, Gardevoir GX is ridiculous, like, but we'll definitely get back. Uh, oh we'll get God. to that in a minute. Now, when before... you discard something to the your Ultra Balls now, they're just gone for good almost. Yes, your Ultra Balls are gone. The only thing that has become easier to grab from your discard pile are Pokemons mm -hmm. um, and Energies. Super Rod and stretch, uh, Rescue Stretcher? Uh, rescue Stretcher, uh, uh, we have a buddy-buddy system, which or buddy-buddy, um, which really nobody's yeah, using don't. that anyone. But we can also um, use, uh, for Energies, uh, Special Charge and uh, Energy Recycling are great. Why is it great? Those back and put them back on your deck so there's way to recovering energies more than ever is more ways of recovering pokemon from this card pile but ah now trainers and tools uh, are now just stuck in the discard pile unless you have gardevoir or other instances which we might discuss later on now with that little introduction guys we're gonna move on on ahead to the news so please let's go ahead and drop it And it's time for the all-important news, and there's lots of news. I mean, TCG never sleeps. It, it constantly has new new cards showing, new cards, new set. We have one set is 
coming out tomorrow. We already know the next two ones that are coming. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, we we have no time to rest. So that's why we decided not to cover too much of the cards going on. Uh, but there's still quite some news that we wanted to discard. So let's start with two cards. First is a trainer, and it's one of my personal waifus. Um, first one is Lumi Lusamin, which is basically a supporter and. It's very simple. Put two in any combinations of stadium and supporter cards from your discard pile onto your hand. Oh, I like this. I like wow. this card a lot. What do you think, R Sigma? Um, a VS Seeker, this is not your mm-hmm. way. You're using your turn, your supporter for the turn to get back another supporter for next turn. Mm-hmm. So maybe this could be play as a one of, but I don't see it being heavily used unless there's a deck that really requires stadiums. Like if we mm-hmm. ever see something like dimension valley again or forest of giant plants and you just really need those stadiums back i do like it because yes it via seeker is not it's a supporter You're using supporter to get on a supporter however it's put two in in of any combination of stadium or supporters so you can get two supporters from your discard pile of course you can only use one of them in your next turn and if you grab an n or a sycamore then it's kind of ridiculous but <laughs> i do like that it goes back to your head and not to the discard pile it's something that there are some supporters that you really need. Like, for example, Guzma is a, oh, yeah. is a yeah. supporter that... Guzma and Acerola. Exactly. Yeah. Guzma and Acerolas are so important that you, yeah, you're willing to spend your, uh, your supporter on one turn to get those. What about you, Trainer JC? What is your opinion? Yeah, I kind of like the supporter, but uh, maybe, one, maybe one of in every deck. But not really. Uh, I don't really see any viable play to it right now. So yeah. So you're with Sigma as well, and I am kind. I'm not saying that people will definitely play three or four of these, but I can see them spoon one or two in a deck where you really need those supporters, such as Guzma. I mean, I definitely can see this. for the Guzma, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can see this, and I said, oh, that's our Sigma point. And I can see this in the Gelasapod uh, decks that depend on those uh, uh, Guzma really heavily. I can see them uh, actually taking one or two of these. So it's an interesting card. Uh, and it's, again, we were just speaking of how we have no way of getting those supporters back from the discard pile. Well, uh, Lusamin is giving us option number two after Card of GX. <laughs> now, after that, we have a quite a strange energy, uh, one that has sparked a little bit of debate whether or not it's good, not good, interesting, uh, and it confused me today, kind of embarrassed in the Facebook group, where I read the card last week, didn't like it because I understood it. This week, I went back, I reread it, completely misunderstood every single part word of that card and actually said, oh, it could be useful, and no, no not at all, it, it but let's get to that. And that is counter energy. Counter energy is a special energy. And it what it does basically is it counts as a colorless. Unless, unless you are winning, the, uh, losing the game, winning the game. Right? Unless you are down on prizes. Down on prizes. You're losing the game. There we go. That was what yeah. I Unless you're losing the game. And uh, when it when that, that happens, it turns into two of any color energies. Now, we lost double dragon energy. So this is kind of seductive to have. Uh, however, it it is kind of complicated to be used. Sig- uh, let's start with you, Trainer JC. What do you think about the counter energy? Well, we got to think about decks that are going to be losing in the late games, you know? So like the Trash Lange, the those decks, maybe they could use it. Mm. But other than that, uh, 
I don't see how. Maybe Neubert, but doubt it. Um, yeah, but Neubert, the thing is, oh, the one very important caveat that I forgot to include is cannot be using GXs or oh, EX Pokemon. No. So not even yep. Nover can use yeah, it. Yeah, definitely for Trash Lunch, maybe. Yeah, Trash Lunch might be the only card, and why would you need... With Trash Lunch, right, why would you need two of them? Yep. You can just use Rainbow Energy, take the 10 damage, and you'll be ready to go. So, Sigma, what is you, your two cents? Uh, right now, most of the meta is GX-heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, not even sure that there's a non-GX anywhere. Apart from Garbodor, but even those running GXs around them. And they yeah. only need one energy anyway, so it's not like the double rainbow energy effect gives you anything. But like, the way I could see this is maybe in a Raikou deck, if that ever shows up again. Oh, uh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. The only one that I'm also thinking that it might be useful in is in a Darkrai deck. Of course, you wouldn't attach that to Darkrai GX or EX, but you would attach it to other Pokemons in your, um, in your bench, and then they would count as double darks for that uh, dark cry attack because it's for each dark energy in your bench. Oh, uh, the baby dark cry! Uh, after you use the GX attack, it does eighty more damage. Yeah, the the new oh, one that uh, came out on burning burning shadows. Exactly. So it could see some use there, but at the very at the very end, it's like, why wouldn't you just put more dark energies in it and it's a sure thing other than just depend on whether you're losing the game or not it, not enough if it would have been it counts as two and it adds 20 more damage to your attacks okay now we're talking but as just two <laughs> two energies of any color i uh, just cannot see really how this is going to affect many decks so but we won't review it now we'll wait till that card comes out now, those are the two quick cards that we wanted to discuss. Now we're going to go on to a more interesting conversation, and that is the recent expanded tournament at Fort Wayne. And it was an exciting one. We saw so many decks that we long thought were going to be our dead coming back for a return and just completely, completely showing us why we hated them in the first place. Um, our Sigma... Let's go through and uh, turn to JC. Let's go through the top eight real quick. At number eight, we have we have Israel Sosa playing good old boy Velta's back. Uh, good to see Velta. So uh, our Sigma Jack Carter. What did he play? Jack Carter was playing our soon-to-be friend in a few minutes. Gardevoir GX. <laughs> Gardevoir GX once again <laughs> appearing at the expanded and showing strong once more. Trainer JC, who was number six? Number six at the Fort Wayne Regionals, we had Zach Zamora with a straight Galissapod GX deck. Again, Galissapod showing. It does sound a lot of fun. Um, At first, I'm like, this is like a lot of trouble for it to constantly attack. But I built one in the TCG and noticed it's, yes, it's kind of is a lot of trouble to have it switch in every single time to do something. However, it is a lot of fun. And it really does put a, the opponent in a situation where it constantly is changing. So anyway, we'll get back, we'll get back, back to that because number five, we have again Galisapod, but this time in conjunction with Garbodor, which is kind of the deck we saw in the second place at Worlds. And that is, that was piloted by Gibson Archer Tang. So congratulations. And by the way, um, congratulations to all these players. You guys are magnificent. Now, number four, we had our Sigma. We have Christopher Venier playing our old friend Night March. 
Oh, oh no. he's back. Nightmarch. He's back again. You thought you had closed that boogeyman in that closet, but he couldn't stay there. And he's been powered up. He's been powered up thanks to Marshadow GX, which we kind of saw it written all over yeah. once we saw yeah. it. It's like, this has yeah. Night March written all over this card. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, moving on to number three, Trainer JC. Uh, number three, we got Mr. Chris Siakala. Yep. Uh, piloting a Darkrai GX, probably Darkrai EX and all sorts of Baby Darkrai yeah. and Darkrai <laughs> and his mother. All the Darkrais. There's a Darkrai for you or Darkrai for you and a Darkrai for you. Everyone has Darkrais. He was because on stream we... a lot. He, <laughs> he, I believe he said he used his GX attack every game because over in Expanded, we have... That's hypnotic laser. Yeah. Uh, hypnotic laser. God. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they would, so this is what they would do. They would, uh, turn, uh, uh, draw the hypnotic, uh, just flip out because it's just a uh, poison, right? So then poison they would sleep. just, no, wait. Right. It's... So this, yeah, poison sleep. Oh, no. Poison. Actually, he didn't even play the hypnotoxic laser. He was just using the Malamar EX to do it. Oh, oh that's right. Which yeah. also works really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're totally right, Malamar. For those who don't remember, it has a Pokemon ability which allows you from the bench to put both both Pokemon right. Or no, just, just, your so just your opponent. Oh my god! Yeah, once you attach a Dark Energy to it, your active Pokemon, the opponent's active Pokemon, falls asleep. So then Darkrai GX would just come and do their its GX attack with a one hit KO. Ridiculous! Um, such a good and number three. So congratulations, Chris. That's that's pretty incredible. Incredible. Uh, Dark Cry, man, you, we could do a whole party with you. It's incredible. Number two, we got Sam Shen, and he was piloting the ever new Turtonator Volcanion GX. This was actually quite a surprise to see this deck coming up so high. Uh, especially since Giants of, For- uh, of, uh, Forest of Giant Plants is banned from Expanded. I wasn't expecting people to play Fire all that much. Uh, but he did. And he managed to get all the way to the top, so congrats to him. And we have number it one, hit- our... Si- oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it hits really hard when you have uh, blacksmith support. Oh, that is very true. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, we have number one, Michael Pramawat. Our Sigma, what did he pilot? Uh, Night March again. Of course he did. Oh my god. <sighs> so Night March back from the dead, guys. If you guys if you had nightmares with it, too bad. You are going to keep having nightmares for him. You have to prepare for him. It's just here to stay. Uh, with the power of Marshadow, it's just that much more stronger. But we did not bring T uh, Trainer JC just because uh, he has a pretty face. He went to Fort Wayne. Tell oh us about God. it. How was that experience? It was so, so much fun. Well, this was my third regional. I had gone to uh, Madison and then Internets, but this one definitely was the most fun because I, I had been practicing. I was a lot more prepared for it. But... It, all these top players that you see on the top eight, yeah. they're like super nice people, you know? Like you could like play against them, go up to them, and like they'll they'll help you out. They won't be like, oh, uh, you'll ask them like, oh, what deck are you playing? And like they won't like be afraid to tell you, you know? Like they'll just like straight up and tell you like, this is what I'm piloting and like, how are you doing, you know? It's really so, it's, they're super nice people. And I was just happy I took a pretty viable deck, the Drampa Garbador. Oh yeah. Uh, the week of, I was just thinking about like, man, what could I run? And then like, I've, I'm thinking that like, you can't tech for anything or like for everything. 
Not an ex- so, much less an expanded. No, nah, right. <laughs> so I'm just like, people are gonna play items, so let's just go trash land against them. And it was a lot of fun, like especially against the dark, dark, dark right, uh GX and EX's mm-hmm. decks. Like they play a ton of items, and like by the end of the game, I was like trash landing for like 220, like plus choice ban is like 250. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that Garbodor Trash Challenge Garbodor is the sole reason we didn't see a comeback of Seismitor DX. Right, Be- because uh, you don't want to be in a situation where yeah, you, of course you're not letting your opponent play items, but you're playing all the items in the world, and now Trash Challenge is coming back for you. Um, yeah, it was super fun. Going back to what you were saying about the people, it's really refreshing hearing you say that, uh, Trader JC. Um, I haven't been in a regional for about a year and a half now. It's well, two years, I guess. Um, and, uh, it's refreshing for you to say how nice people still are because one of my main concerns, uh, for this last season and this season was that now money's involved, actual monetary prices. And once, once you get money involved, then comes the, what I like to call the, um, the snakes, right? The vultures. Yeah. That people nah. who just play for the money and they only, they have, they have no idea what even the Pokemons are called. They just right. get the cards, they play, and they go for the money. And I was really, really afraid once the money, uh, price money was available that we were going to have that. Because we saw that happening with Magic. We saw that happening with Yu-Gi-Oh! I was really worried to see that happening with Pokemon. So it's so glad that a year in and we still have the great community that we always have in the Pokemon uh, TCG. So that's great news. So um, what kind of decks did you battle against? What, what was your biggest challenge? My biggest challenge, so, all right, going into the tournament, everybody knew Night March and Trevenant were going to be there, right? Of course. So I'm like, uh, I'm only going to tech for one of them. And like the morning of, I'm like, all right, I think I'm going to tech for the Night March and uh, tech in my, or- the Orocorio, the sidekick. Oh, yeah. That does, yep. So then I was kind of sad because I didn't play any Night March. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so even, surprising. So I, I didn't even use it, you know? And like cool. I and then the the one I didn't uh, tech for the Trevenant I faced three times like I didn't even put, I was it was oh. between the 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 Oricorio or the Darkrai uh promo that prevents mm. damage to your bench uh. so I was <laughs> so I was kind of upset that I the that I couldn't make the right call for that tech but overall the the Trevenant match obviously was the toughest one that's where I got the two losses but mm. other other than mm. that. Uh, the Dark Cry's uh, matches were awesome because of all the item usages they they did. And then, what else? Some the first round, some kid was playing uh, Neubert. I couldn't believe it. He played the Neubert GX. Yeah, really? the item. Like, yeah, but it, unfortunately, like uh, Drampa's uh, Righteous Edge knocks off all the double colorless. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. So for him, he did not have a good time at all. So <laughs> yeah, no. Dr- Dr- yeah. We have Drampa for that. We have Lycan Rock uh, uh, Midnight Form GX, which also knocks out inner energies. It's it's a really energy getting rid of energies. It's really really easy now. Uh, not to mention that we still have uh, Enhanced Hammer in the in the field. So and when you're playing, I mean, when you're playing against Night March, you know most people are going to take against special energies because Night March plays only special energies. Yeah. Um, with the double colorless energy, so it's it's difficult to pull off a deck that requires unless you're Night March, you're called Night March, and by the third turn you're doing you know 300 damage. Uh, it's difficult to to keep up uh, using just special energies at the very least. Um, and what was your most memorable game? Uh, my most memorable game. So 
Let's see. We were playing uh, the Trevenant matchup. The only one I won. Uh, uh, From the three game... Trevenants? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only one I did actually win. Uh, so the first game, super close. He ended up winning after a really long out. Like, uh, you can't play any items against Trevenant. So it's like super hard. You know, you really got to pick and choose your spots. Yep. Whatever. We go to game two and like he starts with a Jirachi EX, you know? I get so excited. I got Tapu Lele, attach <laughs> double colorless. He draws passes. I draw Ooh. an energy. Yeah, I draw energy. And then I attach Choice Man and bam, like game, uh, win game two right away, you know? And then oh, I got. Oh, yeah. Yep. It was so good. And then we go to game three. It was a long, drawn out game. But then he, uh, I had played a Silent Lab mm-hmm. and he couldn't get, uh, he couldn't find a way to get rid of it. So oh, then, like, oh, yeah. yeah. So then uh, uh, I, I somehow I pulled out with the win with the trash lunch at the end of it. Mm. And and actually, that was the most rewarding because I couldn't beat Trevenant the past two rounds and then finally beating him. Oh, it was your was... last game against Trevenant? Yeah, I finally oh, beat him. Oh, that's I was good. Like, so... Yeah, it felt like so... retribution. Yeah, it was, it was good <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Th- that must have de- been great. Defi- yeah, I definitely recommend everybody uh, some tips about when you play these regional, regional events. Like, don't be afraid to ask, like, uh, ask them how many cards they have on hand, you know, because they will hide the cards, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, like, always ask them, like, oh, how many cards do you have in hand? Like, just be yeah. real, like, cool with them, you know, and, like, just have a good time. I re- definitely recommend everybody trying to region a lot. For sure. Even if you're new, it doesn't matter. Just don't go with high expectations. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe Defin- your first try. But still, definitely it is still, don't. still a lot of fun to play. Wait, uh, I have a story. Hold on. So, oh, yeah, go ahead. One of our buddies, his name is Oscar. He plays in the same card. He he dropped Yu-Gi-Oh about a couple of months ago because he said he's tired of... I'm not going to bash Yu-Gi-Oh or anything. You know? <laughs> Good for him. That's all we're going to yeah. say. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, he finally joined us. And then he... uh. He did uh, Turbo Dark Fight. He took to the and he made day two after playing one month Pokemon. He, what? yeah, <laughs> we could we couldn't believe it. We're like, dude, this guy he just started playing Pokemon and he day two with seven seven one one Turbo Dark Fight. I was really happy for him. Whoa, yeah. that's super awesome. And yeah, and that's definitely something we've always said. If you already have previous knowledge of any TCG being uh, Yu Gi Oh or Magic the Gathering, getting into Pokemon is super easy. Um, and it's really something that everyone can just pick up the only thing you need to worry about is definitely just the money <laughs> it's a little <laughs> expensive to get in but once you have the basic trainers and all the basic cards that you need after that it's a lot cheaper to maintain uh compared to card games like Yu-Gi-Oh and uh magic the guardian magic the guardian <laughs> <laughs> um magic the gathering um so that sounds awesome. Uh, guys, as you heard, Trainer JC here, don't be afraid of participating in these regionals. If you have a deck and if you feel like you want to have some fun, do it. It's inexpensive. Uh, it's just a small, uh, cost fee. And if you do well, you get more boosters back. But better than that, you just gain the experience and friendship and you get to know people from be good players that are in the meta and you see how just welcoming it is and it is definitely something that everyone should be trying out so look go to pokemon.com check out the the events uh search search for an events and the nearest regional go ahead and try it once you get hooked on it you're i'm gonna see you traveling across the country for all those regionals to get all those points now 
that is the end of our news cycle. It's a quite a long news cycle, but we really wanted to talk to uh, Trainer JC here and uh, have uh, his take on Fort Wayne. But we're going to move on. So, guys, grab your towels. Grab your flip-flops. Sunscreen is a must. Because we're headed to Topical Beach. Welcome to Topical Beach. Feel the wind and the face and the sun in the eyes because we are at our topical beach. And here in the sand, warm sands of Alola, we're going to discuss what else but the Pokemon World Championship that happened about a week and a half ago. We're kind of late in the game, I know. Um, but wow, 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 what a great event! So many great players. So many good matches that you were nail biting those, uh, those matches were great. So let's go ahead and discuss a little bit about Worlds. Now, of course, we know that Worlds was the last, is the last bastion of the standard for that year, for 2017. It's the last official standard, uh, match that we got to see via Seeker in action. And, and we got to see trainers that are still valid now with trainers that are no longer, we were able to see via Seeker, com- uh, com- uh, combined with, uh, Guzma or, Alo- uh, Acerola combined with um, Hexmaniac. So we really saw a lot of awesome combinations. And some decks really did stand out. Um, we do have the top 8, which we want to discuss real quick. Uh, I'm going to go this time to make it a little bit faster. Let's go ahead and just uh, each one of us will do two. Um, I'm going to begin. We have Sam Chen, which you know he participated in Fort Wayne as well. And he participated using Drumpa Garboarder, um, which was expected. Number seven, we have Pablo Mesa with Gardevoir GX appearing from Mexico, so representing our Latino community. Sigma, who won sixth and fifth? Okay, in sixth place, we have Jimmy Pendarvis playing Espeon Garbador. I'm surprised to see that so high up. Uh, a- yeah, I am too. It's not my... Well, actually, it was the one I liked playing the most. Really, it's the one I found easier to beat when I was playing on the tournament. I, but I, I swear to God, I fought SP on Garboarder about three times and I won two of them. And the one, the one that I lost was because I had two Furcadiers priced. Um, wow. So I've never found that deck to be all that impressive. Anyway, continue on. What's number five, Arsipa? Uh, number five is Reiji Nishiguchi. Playing some amalgamation of Garbodor cards. Yep. <laughs> that, that, was, that, that was a Garbodor toolbox. It had the Necrozma, yeah. had the Ninja oh. Boy, had the Espeon. Yeah. Uh, yep, the Mewtwo. Yeah. That's yeah, not a like, little bit of everything. Really like I, I said, love amalgamation toolboxes. of Garbodor cards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, toolbox are so much fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have number four. Take it away, Trainer JC. So at number four from Japan, we got Sho Sasaki. He was piloting a Garbodor Galissapod GX deck. Mm-hmm. Which and we'll then... see once more. <laughs> and then at number three, from he's actually a local player, uh, uh, Xander Perro. We actually from where? Played in a... Indiana? Uh, no, Chicago. Oh, Chicago, yes. Yep, Xander Perro. We actually played in a league hub a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's he's really, awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's a monster. He's really cool. But he's a really nice kid, too. Uh, he was piloting a Garbodor Espeon deck, I believe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It, just, it has Garbodor, but he was playing it with the Espeon. 
Of course. And then for the last two places we have from Japan, Naoto Suzuki, uh, and his piloting, of course, Galassipod Garbador. And number one, we have Diego Casiraga. It's kind of hard to say, even for me that I speak Spanish. From Argentina, and he played, of course, the infamous now, or famous, Gardevoir GX. And let's stop right here and discuss about that match. We had Na- Naoto and Diego fighting each other out with two brand new decks. These are decks almost completely with Burning Shadows cards. Um, and I well, think that and was... And, and Garbador. <laughs> and Garbador. And Tapolele. And Tapolele. And I have to do it because you know, I, I, I really don't not necessarily always enjoy saying I was right. But when I when I have the chance to say it, I'm going to say it. I was right. When we did the review of Burning Shadows, oh. I gave this, burn, <laughs> this set a super effective and said that it was going to be very, very important for the format. And I was said, people were like, eh, it's a good set, but it's not going to be like format changing. Boom. I, the top I, two decks were Burning <laughs> Shadow decks. <laughs> yeah, that was insane. Alright, like we we gotta give you a pass for that one. That yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I've it's I, I never stop hearing about Talonflame and Tyranitar and Primarina GX and well whatever whatever. But never mind, that's the pass. <laughs> uh, however, this match, man, our Sigma. What was your thought about this amazing match? Uh, well, the prizes were unfortunate because I believe it was the second game both Guzmas were prized. For yes, Diego. Hmm. But he correctly. wasn't very. He he had a problem in his first set, uh, first game where he had two of his Curious prize. Yeah, that was unfortunate yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, and he that. held on, and he held on to the very end in that first game. He had no way. He only played one Gardevoir GX at a time. He couldn't really do enough, and he ended up winning. Uh, at the very, uh, he ended up losing the first match, right? No, he won the first match. He won the first. Yeah, match. Yeah, he won the first. He match, decked yeah. out. Yep. Yeah. He, he pulled out. up uh, Garbodor and he was out of energy. Yep. That's, <laughs> so there's nothing he could do. That's amazing. Then game two and uh, came in, but uh, Trainer JC, what's your thought on that first game? Man, he, uh, after the tournament ended, uh, he was uh, uh, writing a review about the deck uh, he took to Worlds, and he said that uh, the the last second he uh, added the third Curlia, you know. Because a lot of a, a lot of a lot of decks at the time they were only running the two Curlia with the rare candy, you know. Yeah. And he said that's the the best decision he ever did in his life, just adding that third Curlia, and it makes sense. It paid off for him, you know. Like yeah. one Gardevoir is all you need to like get you through a game. Yeah, and, and that second game was also very good. And he also had a disadvantage where he did not have those Guzma availables, but he still uh, continued on and prevailed. Uh, and won the second match as well. And it goes to show you that sometimes it's impossible to read the meta. Um, no yeah. matter how educated you are, because I never expect, I did, I did expect on our pregame tournament, uh, uh, episode, we did discuss that we did expect Garbador GX to be on the top eight. Galissapod? No way I would expect no that to be. Me. Yeah. So that was a Japanese thing. Yep. Mm -hmm. For sure. Which we should learn by now. Last year, we had our Dino, uh, Mega Audino DX, and that blew us all out of the water as well, because we didn't expect it. 
Um, but overall, a great, great tournament, great match with those two decks. And no, no joke. Right after that, everyone's playing Garbodor GX now. Everyone's playing Galissapod. Um, yeah. what's, let's go and talk specifically real quick, not about Gardevoir GX. We'll leave that for, uh, deck of the episode, but Galissapod, Galissapod and, uh, Garbodor, what are your thoughts on the, uh, on that deck? Uh, let's start with you, Trainer JC. Well, the Galissapod GX with the Garbodor, it's amazing because you don't need a lot of energy. So mm-hmm. they're one, one energy attackers. The, what's, what's that first move from the Galissapod? The, the uh, first, first impression. First, yeah, yep. first impression. You, you run a couple of Tapu Koko, like free retreater, evolve, attach energy, retreat Tapu Koko, first impression 120. And if mm-hmm. you damage your Galissapod at all, you got Acerola, pick that up. You already have the other Wimpod <laughs> on the bench ready to go. Promote yes. your Tabu Coco, evolve from the bench, retreat Tabu Coco, first impression again, choice ban 150 for one energy. That's insane, you know? So I could see how it did really good, you know? It really does. Um, what about you, Sigma? Oh. It's more persistent than the Alolan Ninetales were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. Because I, I just... Uh, stage 1 GXs are just so meaty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, so, they're, they're so strong, like you, can't, you know? Yeah, they have such a high HP total that you're... You can't There's AO no, them with one hit. No, yeah, no way. Hitting for weakness. Right. So, and, and when you're weak off. against steel, and also there's only one viable steel type, like Ninetales, a lot of Ninetales GXs, it's, it's annoying. Very annoying. Yeah, and uh, Galissabod's the same way. If you're not going fire, it's it's going to be a uphill climb, especially since its whole goal is to keep switching out and going away with Acerolas. And and then the way, the way they ran it with the Garble Toxin, that's just like even mm-hmm. more annoying. Yes. Like the, you get garble toxin up, and then you're just doing uh, first impressions nonstop. Like I, you could like find yourself losing the game really quickly, you know. And then you have also Guzma, which not only is a Lysander, which allows you to pick your opponent's bench Pokemon to put in the active, but also it's a escape rope, which allows you to switch your own Pokemon, making sure that you can bring those Galissapod once more up, uh, up to the active and do first impression for 120, 150 with that choice band. It really is an efficient deck, and one that we're just going to continue seeing on from uh, from now on, all, all those events. Um, one other highlight that I wanted to also tackle was Seniors. I know that a lot of players wow. in, the ma- in our Masters uh, category um, don't take Sirius or Juniors that serious. I do. because mm, I definitely do too. Yeah, uh, because I found their games really fascinating and i don't have the names of our players here for our seniors i did not bring with me right now oh, so i apologize for that oh. one second i can pull oh, it up there we go I hope. <laughs> so <laughs> what i do remember is is my one of my favorite decks greninja break bubble uh, <laughs> bubble exactly <laughs> uh of course against nine tails gx my arch nemesis deck because i really dislike nine tails even though i love alola nine tails as a pokemon in general i hate that deck because it's so annoying to fight against it and uh i i was rooting for my boy uh do you have the the names uh, i do the greninja player who unfortunately lost was michael long from canada which is a very, very uh, great player that's been seeing a lot of success throughout the internationals and the regionals. Yes. And then we had 
Zachary Bokari from the United States piloting the Alolan Ninetales GX deck. Yep. And, uh, man, that first match was pretty great. That second match was incredible because <laughs> of Bubble. Um, which we'll, which we'll say now. And then that third, unfortunately, that's, that, that's always like, I've always, I've repeated this like a hundred times on this podcast. For, uh, Greninja's worst enemy is itself. Third game, he had two Frogadiers prized. That's it. Ouch. Ouch. Nothing you can do about it. That's, that's where Frogadier just loses so much momentum, loses so much strength. It's just really difficult to win at that point. It's, you lost before you even started. Um, however, let's talk about that second game. So to, uh, Siva, you want to go over it a little, uh, a bit? <laughs> okay. So we were, was it that we got, ended up being stuck with just Froki and one thing on the bench and the opponent only needed one prize left? Yes. And Froki <laughs> took the game by bubbling the opponent, paralyzing him to the very end until he had no more cards in deck. Wow! You, you, if when you say VIP Pokemon, you never expect a Pokemon like Froki to be the <laughs> VIP of a game. He was able to get those heads on those paralyzing, not allowing um the Nine Tails deck to take that last prize, winning him that second game. Now, it, there's one really important card we haven't discussed up to now, which is the main reason why poor Guard uh Greninja Break did not win. And that card, of course, is Giratina, the promo version, the X and Y promo Giratina, which guys has a Pokemon ability, which basically says your uh, your opponent's um, Pokemon break cards abilities no work. So immediately, it was a crutch for um, Greninja Break. Uh, could not do enough damage to be able to take down those bulky Nine Tails GX, which is ridiculous. It's two hundred and thirty damage, right? Uh, HP or two hundred ten. Uh, Two hundred and ten. Yep. Uh, that's a ridiculous amount for a stage one uh, Pokemon, especially for to be able to deal that amount of damage, and especially since it can heal itself by with its GX attack, putting that damage onto your opponent once you dealt with it. It's just, it's just disgusting. Is what it is. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, but it was nice to see Greninja doing one last hurrah, arriving at um, the last, very last place. But unfortunately, the uh, the What's the word I'm looking for here? The uh, underdog did not take the 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 game. This was definitely Rocky, but instead of Rocky, is mm, poor Greninja. Now, <laughs> uh, other than that, guys, do you have guys any highlights from Worlds? Uh, Sigma, I'll start with you. Okay, so the streams were actually phenomenal during Worlds. Uh, half the time you had a stream going on the main page, as well as the side TCG page. So you were you had access to two different matches if like one was a Garbodor mirror that you didn't want to watch for the fifth time that day. <laughs> but, right. Yeah, so that was just amazing because VGC did not have the same thing. They had the same match playing on both streams when that happened. So but uh second round Swiss on the first day, there was this guy playing a Vespaquin deck. Mm. But not just any Vespaquin deck. Let's also throw like throwing a Zoroark on there, fine. We're both running off of double colorless energy. But mm. let's also just throw in a Rockruff and the Lycanroc GX what? with one strong energy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently this person listened to your guys' podcast before the tournament and decided why not just play all three decks that you could 
you three were going on about that episode. <laughs> Seriously? Oh, wow. I, that was not what we're trying to say. <laughs> That's the message you're getting out. Let's just jam it all together. And see it Let's just see. If it works, it works. If it... <laughs> hey, that's... That's about how we got the great gumbos. It's just whatever you can find, just throw it in there. Um, yeah, like a rock investment could, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. That that's definitely hilarious, and that's another beautiful. And that's worlds, ladies and gentlemen. That's <laughs> that's <laughs> yep. not your everyday store tournaments or regional. That's that's worlds, and that's what you always find. That's why we're always trying to remind you guys, don't be afraid to participate, even if you feel like you're not prepared. It's all about the fun of it. Besides, the good players that's going to fight against you will appreciate that easy win anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's great. Any last words, uh, trainer uh, uh, JC? Uh, any highlights that you can take from uh, worlds? Probably the coolest thing about worlds... Is how they had their own format. How the Burning Shadow mm-hmm. set came out the day before World starts. You know, mm-hmm. so like you don't know how these were, how uh, all the top players are gonna put the cards together. Was it the day and before, went, or was it like it was through? the day of? Maybe too. Yeah. yeah okay. The, it was the day of. Yep. So then, when you um, finally get to see all the all the new cards put together, like you, like it, it's such a crazy feeling, you know. You're like, whoa, how do you do that? You know, like I want to try that, and it's like really exciting. The the whole stream, the it was like Pokemon Mania. The whole the, the those three days, like the what Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. and Sunday. Yep. So if you wanted to sit down, like have a drink, and like just watch Pokemon, that was the weekend. You know, it was a yep. good time. It's a great celebration of what we love and what we adore, which is Pokemon in the 2CG environment. And uh, it's a huge celebration. It's a huge celebration for everyone, even those that are not playing such as us, that are uh, happy in the sidelines, just learning and absorbing every single information that comes from those excellent players that we see in day one and day two, and those, especially those that we see in the top eight and, of course, our top two. Um, guys, we did it. We did it. We survived a whole new season of the TCG. 2017 went bye bye. Um, and, uh, we do always do a 2000, uh, a year review, year in review. We are not going to do that uh, yet. Probably we're going to do that more towards October. However, I did want to take the chance to have you two and ask you overall, not just worlds, what is your 2017, season 2017's highlights? Uh, be a game, be a car, specific card, be in a deck. What specifically, if you have to bring, take one thing you like from this new season, 2017, what is it? Or Sigma, let's start with you. So you're talking about this season or last? Like well, this the 2017, yeah, the, the, the one that Worlds ended. The one that ended with Worlds. Yeah, last Worlds to this world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed what Tapu Lele brought to the game. Yes. Changing things up. Okay, that's good. Seeing Tapu Lele bringing in and, and making some. Yeah, drastic... I created such a level of consistency. Same with yeah. the Lowland Baltics, but. <laughs> <laughs> Please, that's the talk. Uh, what about you, Trainer JC? What was your highlight from 2017? The highlight for the season, I think. Just the new sets, the new generation of the Sun and Moon era, just yeah. bringing like 
changing the whole game, like the 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 base, uh, the Guardians Rising, the Burning Shadows, like yep. the introduction of the whole new generation is so exciting, you know? And like yep. they're really, really good cards and just happy to actually play with them, you know, and uh try new things and learn and it's uh, really fun. A hundred percent agree. For me, it was definitely introductions of GX cards, and the finally the fact that GX brought evolutions to be relevant back into the game. For so long we had the, the EX Pokemon that were basic Pokemon's that were just dominating the game. It ha- it made no sense for us to evolve anything unless it was Greninja or something uh, and the likes or something with giant uh, forest of giant plants because EX was just basic EX was just too fast and too powerful. The introduction of GX basically brought that balance that we, at least me, myself, um, have been claiming for, have been wanting to have from the TCG and that making all, all cards relevant, including evolutions. It's the correct way they went. I saw it coming once I saw the GX cards and I'm glad they did, they took that direction. So 2017 was a re- the rebirth of a new format, not just because of the cards that we play, but also the way we play it because since black and since uh white and black and white we haven't seen a huge change um because uh x and y gave us a brand new pokemon brand new cards and yes so those cards did something else but you basically were still playing the same way you played in black and white sun and moon came in and said no 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 this is the new way you played pokemon tcg and honestly a hundred times better in my expect in, in my opinion um and i it's just a great time to be a Pokemon player. It really is, both VGC and TCG. So with that, we were going to close the big season and move on also to close Topical Beach because from now on, we're now we're going to move on to Deck of the Episode where we're going to discuss World Champion Deck. We'll be right back. It is the Deck of the Episode. We are back and we're going to discuss the deck that took gold in the World Championship and that is... The Gardevoir GX deck. <laughs> oh boy, what a surprise. Yep, slash not so surprising. This deck is a beast. And we're going to go ahead and real quick and discuss the cards that it involves. Of course, this is based around the Gardevoir GX in Burning Shadows, which has two attacks and one Pokemon ability. The Pokemon ability allows you to play an extra fire, uh, uh, fire, <laughs> fairy energy. And the first, the first attack, the non-GX one, for one fairy energy, it does 30 damage times the amount of energies on both active Pokemon. That is Mewtwo EX in steroids. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> and lastly, but not least, it's GX attack allows you to grab 10 cards, any cards from your discard pile and place them all back into your uh, deck, uh, giving you all those important cards that you've already used, and at the same time, being a huge depowered on Garbodor Trash Lunch, which depends on those item cards on your opponent's discard pile for it to do damage. It really is an overall amazing card. Um, other cards that includes is Galade from Breakthrough, which is that Galade that allows you to uh, look at the top six cards, if I'm not mistaken, or four? Five. Five Should cards. Be top five. Yeah, and rearrange them in any way you like. And of course, it has a simple attack that does 70, but if it's attacking, uh, I believe it's an EX Pokemon, 
Uh, no, actually, after if you, you use, use a supporter. supporter. Oh, after you use a supporter. Yes, after you use a supporter, it does uh, 150 total. Um, that is tacked in as a, since you're already playing routes and you're already playing Curlia, uh, you are adding that Gallade in as an extra tech. Uh, you are playing Diancy, and Diancy allows you to evolve your Pokemon faster, allowing you to, f- it attacks for one fairy energy, and you search your deck for an evolution from one of your Pokemon and place that evolution down, so you can get to Gardevoir much faster, and of course it includes Tapu Lele, Valolan Vulpix, and Octillery, which are all set up Pokemon, allowing your, uh, to get those routes down as fast as possible. Trainer JC, let's start with you. Uh, we never covered the trainers, but you should know by now it includes the basics, but also added trainers like Guzma and Acerola. Trainer JC, what's your overall opinion and strategy of Gardevoir GX? Well, the deck, it's a setup deck, you know, so you're going to have to take your time the first couple of turns getting the uh, your evolutions up. But man, once you get like one, it, all it takes is one Gardevoir. Like, uh, you start doing the the secret spray energy mm-hmm. acceleration to whatever Pokemon in a pinch. If you're having your Tapu Lele up active, just start keep attaching energy to it, and it's just great. Like it brought a lot of balance to the meadow because Trash Lance was a real thing, <laughs> yes. and now with <laughs> and now with Guard Guardivore, like you can't beat that you know like you just twilight gx all your items back into your hand or back into your deck and you're like trash lashing for zero you know <laughs> zero so that- damage is it's awesome <laughs> uh our sigma what about you uh i think it's a really strong deck uh mm-hmm. one thing i want to mention is that seniors had a really cool variation of the deck where instead mm-hmm. of like the setup pokemon of alolan vulpix and Deontay. Mm-hmm. It just played a Sylveon GX. <laughs> oh, that's right. Wow, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's also an interesting way to see if it'll go in the future. Yeah. Uh, I, I do believe this deck's around to stay, though. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. for a long time. Um, especially since we only really have one Steel, uh, as you guys know, Fairy in the TCG Squeak against Steel. Uh, and we only really have one viable Steel deck, and that's Metacross. Which is a good card, but still finding its place because it did lose via Seeker, which was a, a very important part of that deck. Um, so, but it, I'm sure that it will find its grounds once more. I mean, Metagross is still here to stay. Um, the main thing about this deck and why it makes it so good, it's how consistent it is. It is extremely consistent. You are guaranteed to be able to play it and it works. 10 out of 10 times it might not work as fast as one time or another it might varied but you will never find your place where like for example greninja break when you have two of those frogadiers um uh price there's really not much you can do meanwhile we had our champion playing gardevoir had two curious two curious price and he still managed to win the game because it's just consistency at its finest and gardevoir is a beast of a pokemon it has a a lot of HP, 230 HP. It's just so difficult to knock out. And like you said, you can't depend on that weakness because only one deck is its weakness and it's not being played at this uh, this uh, at this at moment. Um, it really is an all-around powerful, powerful card. Um, R Sigma, any last thoughts on uh, our boy here, uh, Gardevoir? Um, I'm not looking to playing against it, but if the cards ever get cheap, I look forward to playing with it. <laughs> 
Yes. Yes. How about you, uh, trainer or JC? Yeah, I'm not not gonna give up on the Drapa Garbador, so I gotta <laughs> I gotta find uh I gotta take in the tap Tapufini, uh yeah. the pack that allows you to uh, shuffle all the cards back into the I, I think into the hand, the player's hand. Yeah. So just shuffle an entire like guard of war with a bunch of energy back into the player's hand and forget about that for a while. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or start playing attackers that only use one energy, uh, because the more you power up your attackers, the more you're powering up Gardevoir GX, and that's part of the beauty of it. Okay, so with that, we're going to close deck of the episode. Guys, Gardevoir GX, an excellent deck. Try it out. The cards are pretty expensive right now, because of course, it's a celebrity. It won worlds. Its price is only going to spike up. Um, it definitely is one great deck and it's not it, it's one of those decks that it was expected to win not like Mayod and all that came out of nowhere this one from the get-go we were like no this is an amazing great deck and it's really going to make a difference in the meta now let's move on to the one of our last segments trainers mayor where we're going to go over your emails and when we get back we're going to do pokemon's 15 questions and end the episode with that so guys after our sponsor we'll be right back good day mates want something different and come on down to the Ryehorn Steakhouse and try our new Southern Carlos-style bouffalant wings. Critically acclaimed. And this weekend only, Ryehorn Steaks are buy one, get one half off. That's for you and your special someone. Ryehorn Steakhouse is a proud sponsor of the Puckle TCG podcast. And at Ryehorn Steakhouse, where if it moves, we'll serve it. It's Trainer's Mail. And we are back to Trainer's Mail, where we read our listeners' mail. First, let's start out with uh, a new one, actually. Duck McStuffles. <laughs> Love the name. <laughs> and he writes, it's a first-timer, he writes, Jushiro and crew. Duck McStuffles here on my first ever email. I've been listening for what must be over a year at this point, and finally decided to jump in instead of just creeping on Discord. You're never creeping, man. You're never creeping unless you're, uh, unless your name is Gator. <laughs> I told myself I would commit my emails to just Ethan on the movie cast, but where is the guy? Tell him we miss him. We all miss him. He's still really much part of the uh, Puckle community. He hasn't gone anywhere. Uh, but, um, he's been really busy with school. He just graduated. Now he's moving and he's looking for a job. It's just, it's that part of his life where he needs some time to uh, get his stuff together. He'll be back, though. He'll be back. Um, continuing on. Uh, the big cease, the big reason I'm writing in, though, is because of what Sublime said a couple of weeks ago about Pl- Varplum being a dark type. I agree! Between the best Elite Four trainers ever, Karen, and one of my favorite childhood Pokemon cards being my prized Japanese Dark Varplum, I'd say she, he, it, definitely deserves the title. I actually just gave that card to uh, to the wife to use as a bookmark too. Of course, she had to evolve her way up the line. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, I might not have uh, much to contribute yet, but I plan on getting on the PTCGO um, pretty hard once I uh, gather enough decent cards to put together a deck. Perhaps I'll make a Valpum toolbox. I hear y'all talking about it on my fir- uh, uh, for my first deck. 
Uh, thank you guys for the great show and the good times. Uh, you guys killing it and are number one. Gee, thank you, man. Uh, uh, neat work on my catchy sign off, <laughs> Dr. Max Stuffles. P.S. Went, uh, went out and bought some boosters earlier this week for the first time in 15 years because Paco makes it sound so easy to pull good cards. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Burning Shadow was sold out, but in three packs, the best card I pulled was a full art Mallow. I mean, that's cool, right? Uh, of course, signed, uh, Dr. McStuffle. Thank you so much for your emails. So much to cover here real quick. Uh, I kind of agree with you, with you two as well. Um, Valplum does deserve that dark type better than, um, I don't know what was suggest <laughs> Switch it. Poison? But it deserves to be poison as well. Um, uh, yeah, it's definitely poison. Hmm. It's interesting. Guys. However, getting to the TCG, uh, Valplum Toolbox is a great, great deck um, to start with, but in expanded. Yeah. Not even an expanded anymore. No. Nah, well, Forest because of, of for, so, okay, yes. Forest the sun. <laughs> there weren't yeah, any rip. UI anywhere near that. Yeah, the problem is, rip. yeah, Forest of Giant Plants did go away. It's completely banned in general, so you're gonna have a hard time with Valplum uh, being as it's a little bit too slow. Uh, but do not live uh, lose hope. We might get a Valplum GX soon, and who, who knows? Maybe that will be pretty amazing. Um, thank you so much for your email, man. Uh, and uh, Full Art Mallow, it's not a bad card. It's a pretty card. So I guess you, you with three, if you only bought three and got that, it's Full we'll Art. We'll take Ar- it. Yeah, Full Art Trainers are super rare. So uh, yep. mm-hmm. I'll, I'll consider that a win for you. <laughs> so moving on to the second and last email. Take it away, R Sigma. All right. What's up, Puckle people? Man, it has been a minute since I wrote in. I would talk about worlds, but I think we should talk about new meta. It seems like every set we're getting a brand new powerhouse deck, which is pretty interesting. With new sets coming out, we're seeing interesting cards like the new energy, counter energy, which provides two energy for any color if you're losing. Personally, I think we're going... We're going to more support card for more. meta. Yeah, we're going for more support card yeah. meta. Then items. Which seems like a really situation. Oh, I think that sentence was just kind of filled in there. <laughs> it seems like a really situational card, but could provide what you need for a comeback. So what I'm saying is Pokemon as a card game is starting to evolve. Again, no pun intended. i know we see changes to the game all the time and i know a lot of you have realized this since the gx cards have come out so before we leave i have one question for you where do you see the card game going next for example new cards new energies or what what do you think we'll see thanks for reading my horribly spelled and horribly written (laughs) email signing off the really the real ev (laughs) <laughs> they're really boy. They're really V. He's great. Thank you so much for writing in. That that guy is uh always keeping us on our toes in our Pokemon group, uh Facebook group. He always posts every single news that comes in Pokebeachies. Make sure to be the first one to post that and let us know what what is coming new. So we really appreciate that, the really V. You are pretty awesome and a really good player as well. 
Now, uh, I like your question a lot. So in our uh, topical beach, we last discovered, uh, we discussed that there were big changes this, this year on the Pokemon and how we play the TCG. And that was great. Making uh, the game slower, making evolutions count this time around really did make the game much more uh, overall fun and entertaining. Um in terms of what we might see next, that's a good question. I was really expecting the TCG to do something with the um, Ultra Beasts, being that as they're technically not Pokemon, they're Ultra Beasts from another dimension. But I guess they didn't go that way. I mean, they do have their own quirk in terms of of uh, what their attacks do or what they you know what they affect. Yes, the, the some of them put tra- uh, prices in and so forth. Which is kind of different from what we've seen before, but we—I was expecting like a different, um, like a, a special Ultra Ball, uh, Ultra Beast energy, or uh, a special type of uh, like uh, the Asian traits from um, Primal Clash, right? Something different with them. Um, in terms of what I see, I don't know. But first, let's go with our Sigma. What What do you think? Uh, what I'd like is Ace Specs back. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 That would be nice. Reprint or... of computer search, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or, uh, I'd like to see them reapproach Mega Evolution, but like they did with Breaks instead of how they did with Mega mm. Evolution originally. So okay. like Mega GXs, maybe? Okay, yeah, I see that. Or maybe even uh, Mega Non-GXs, maybe just Stage 3s in in a sense. Yeah, just like a break card. Uh, just like a break card, yeah. Um, that, that Definitely, that sounds like something that they could definitely work on. Um, what about you, Trainer JC? What, do you, what changes do you think you might see or what you might want? The Ultra Beasts are definitely exciting, but uh, maybe they'll have a limit where you could only play two of one Ultra Beast per deck. Maybe, I don't know mm. if they could actually no. do that. No, there's nothing new with them. Yeah, they're just other cards. They're just Pokemon GX cards. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Uh, Pokemon is so unpredictable, you know? It is. So, but <laughs> it we'll, really defini- is. we'll definitely do take, uh, like, the Ace Packs. Those were super fun, you know? Maybe uh, mm-hmm. if, they, if they could come up with something like that, uh, we'll definitely take that. That that would be very, very interesting. One thing that we might... I mean, right around the corner, we are looking at Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, which will bring something interesting, and that is uh, seeing that some of the Pokemon, some of the Legendary, uh, you has one of the other Legendaries as armor. So maybe we might see something related to that. Mega? Uh, like, a, oh. like a type of a, a fusion, kind of like we saw with uh, QRM uh, back in black and white. Oh, uh, nice. So maybe they'll introduce something there. Maybe we have a uh, they'll uh, introduce some break style Pokemon where you can uh, add that break into another that it's compatible and it adds another attack or something. I don't know. There's really really many directions they can go with, and uh, so far we are pretty happy with the changes that Pokemon are making in the TCG. So uh, hopefully they'll keep on going. They won't make the mistakes they did when <laughs> as recent as uh, evolutions. Um, <laughs> Oh, oh my god let's, let's not talk about that uh, but oh. but <laughs> the <year>. future <laughs> but the future is definitely bright with the tcg thanks to sun and moon and uh, we are expecting to see lots of fun things coming around the corner so so stay tuned now that ends basically almost all the episode all the show um but there's one thing we are left everyone's favorite pokemon 15 questions and our here boy here trainer jc is going to participate in that 
me right now. So, guys, we'll be right back with Pokemon. Uh, who's that Pokemon? Pokemon 15 questions. Who's that Pokemon? And we are back to the last segment, Pokemon 15 questions. You guys know the rule, but let me refresh. I'm going to take a Pokemon. You guys have to uh, guess what Pokemon I'm thinking about. No questions about Pokedex numbers or Pokedex related questions. No Pokemon, uh, no questions about generations. It all has to be in-game information uh, to go with. So lower your browsers. No Pokedexes. Turn off, uh, throw away your guides because we're going to start Pokemon 15 questions. The order is going to be R Sigma first, followed by JC, and then back to R Sigma. You got 15 questions, and that 15 question has to be the question about what Pokemon it is. Um, so you got to make each one count. So let's go ahead and start this game right now. R Sigma, what? Who's that Pokemon? Is this Pokemon a basic Pokemon? It is. Go for JC. Mm. Is this Pokemon dual type? It is not. Go for Sigma. Does this Pokemon have any type immunities based on yes. typing alone? Ooh, okay. That gets a bit of half the typings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I like it. It gets rid of half the typings. Go Sig- uh, Go JC. Alright, so what do we have? No dual type? It's a basic and... It's a basic with an immunity. With immunity, uh, we could find out if it can evolve. Uh, can this Pokemon evolve? Yes. Go for Sigma. Okay, so it's a po- it's a basic Pokemon that can evolve, and it has a typing immunity. Okay, so what? Well, see, we can check if it's weak to ground, and that gets rid of any steel types and. Gets rid grass. of steel. Well, grass doesn't have any immunities. Uh, um, let's see. Yeah, it gets rid of steel types. Uh, let's see. It can't be a water type. Could be a ghost type. It could be a normal type. Uh, Damn, I did not could... realize how hard this game is. <laughs> <What's your point>? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it can be pretty oh tricky. It could be a ground type. I'm gonna need a question, Sigma. So let's see. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> is this Pokemon weak to fighting? Weak to fighting? No. Okay, oh, so it's see. not normal, not steel. Uh, it could be. Oh, it's not dark either. <laughs> okay. So, so what could it be? It could be a ghost type. It could be a fairy type. It could be a ground type, and it could be a flying type. Alright. So it could evolve and it's a basic. uh, Is it a. uh, Can it evolve into a stage one Pokemon? Uh, Uh, It's it's a basic. uh, I mean, into a stage two? Uh, No. That's a good question. Okay, so it's got two. It's a monotype. Uh, We could find out if its evolution has a secondary type. Oh, we could. Um, alternatively, we could find out if this Pokemon is weak to ice, and that gets rid of ground and flying. Uh, so I think I want to do that. Is this Pokemon weak to ice? No. 
Okay. JC. So it's not so ground. Have, it's not ground or, or flying. It could so still it could be, ghost, be fairy. Could be fairy. Yep. Yeah. Could be ghost. Could be fairy. Um. There's probably another one. Uh, Does this Pokemon uh, ghost type? No. Go for Sigma. Does Pokemon this evolve into have two types? No. Go for JC. This is question number 10. Five questions left, guys. Yeah. So it's not a ghost type. It could still be a fairy. Uh, yes. I'm thinking fairy might be the only thing it can be at this point. Because we got rid of normal. We got rid of the ghost. We got rid of steel. We got normal. rid of dark. Yep. Yeah. It's not fighting. No stage two, no ground. We got rid of flying and ground. So, uh, is this Pokemon? Uh, wait. So you said no generations, right? So like, correct. Uh, okay. yeah. uh, uh, let's see if it's found. Well, I don't know how we much. Find this in um, uh, the Alola Uh, no. Because I'm thinking no. it's probably either Spritzy or Slurpuff. <laughs> oh my god so it's not in the lowland region yeah mm-hmm. neither of those two pokemon are in the lowland region at all so um for sigma that said figuring out which one of those two it is is uh well we got oh so who who could it be um i'm thinking on the lines of spritzy or slurpuff or it could technically... Oh, no, it can't be Snubble because we got rid of Snubble. That's assuming it's a fairy type, but I'm pretty sure that's the only typing left. <laughs> so... And, and like, it's not a stage uh, stage two, right? It's just a Yeah, it's a basic one. Pokemon with only one evolution. That's why I think it's either Slurpuff... Uh, or not Slurpuff, the unevolved form of Slurpuff, which is... Some, Katani. Or not Katani. Cotton something. Uh, so I guess we could, cause, like, I could ask if it's in Kalos, but those two stage one, or basic fairy, is this Pokemon a version exclusive? You had to make it difficult. Oh <laughs> one second. Because those two are version exclusives in X and Y? Yeah. Yes, it is version exclusive. So go for JC. Question number 12. So, where are we at? Is it Brixit or is it Slurpuff? Uh, it's the unevolved form of Slurpuff. I forgot its name. It's the cotton candy monster thing. Oh <laughs> my god. Swirlix. <laughs> Snorlix? No, Swirlix. Like a swirl. Oh, swirlix. Oh, right. swirlix. Is this Pokemon? Uh, um, is that could... our final answer? Well, no, because so, so yeah, one one extra rule I forgot. Um, you only get one chance to guess. If you guess wrong, you lose. Oh man, um, we're yeah. so close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it could not be either of these two, but I'm trying to think of other, like if it's a fairy type, 
most of the fairy types are three stages. Like you have Togepi and well, Togepi's two types and has three evolutions. Same with like uh, Mr. Mime. Wait, did we but, even ask if this is a, a fairy Pokemon? I mean, you could ask if you that if you want. Yeah, is this Pokemon a fairy type? It is. Yeah, for Sigma, this is your penultimate question. Uh, is this a perfumey Pokemon? No. Okay, so I'm good with Swirlix. <laughs> In the question number right. fifteen, JC, um, it's up to you. What Pokemon I, is this? Is this Pokemon Swirlix? It is for Swirlix. Come oh my congratulations. god! Oh. oh my god! Well, <laughs> that was Christ, great <laughs> you're a beast our sigma oh my god ah <laughs> uh, great we congratulations the there yeah i was waiting for for one of you to ask is this pokemon based on food or perfume or something like that yeah it's like uh, that's oh the only defining features of these things <laughs> Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much for game. Again, you got the you got the Pokemon, so that is awesome. That was an excellent, excellent, excellent game. So with that, it is sad, but we do have to say goodbye and cancel this out. Of course, guys, if you like what you hear, if you enjoy it, please follow us on Twitter at Puckle Podcast, Facebook at Facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast, and also our Facebook group, TCG Related, which is Facebook.com, Puckle TCG. Follow us on Reddit at r puckle r slash puckle. We have a Tumblr. I don't know what we do there, but <laughs> pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. <laughs> we also have that. Uh, if you can go to iTunes, review us every time you review us. It helps us expose this show more to more people, and we can expand our community, which is our number one priority. Um, also, if you can, and if you you know if it's between you eating and not eating, uh, but please don't eat and send us the money. I'm kidding. Um, please, if you can, go to our Patreon and donate what you can. One dollar helps helps every single cent that goes into Puckle stays in Puckle. None of us get paid for this. All goes to prices and activities for you guys, the Polonians, and uh, equipment to just make the podcast better. Um, and of course, go to our discords and we, it's Puckle 24 hours a day, all the time in discord. We're chatting all the time. You're always going to find someone to battle, someone to trade with, someone to just talk Pokemon with on discord. Please follow us there as well. Uh, the link is in the description. So with that... We are going to bid farewell to our Sigma. Thank you so much for joining me here today. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. And also thanks to our first community co-host, uh, Trainer JC. Thank you so much for lending your time and for saying yes on such short notice. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, if if we, if it depends on you whether or not we're going to keep having people from the community, I'm glad to say that you succeeded. So thank oh. you so much for being here. It's been so much fun. I had such a good time. Um, wait, uh, before we leave, I'd like to yeah. send out uh, this extra Pomo regional. Uh, oh. A holla that I had. Uh, they gave us an extra one for the St. Louis regional. Oh, so okay. For, cool. So for your next, uh, what, what do you guys do? The Toros badge? Maybe uh, the best email you guys could send out. the Or use oh. it for whatever you guys need, you know? Oh, thank you. Right. Yeah, no, appreciate it, your trainer, Jesse. That's awesome. Yeah, so there you go, guys. For next uh, next show, send out your emails. Uh, we're gonna let actually we're gonna let uh, our boy here, uh, trainer JC, choose the best email, and uh, he'll send you over an exclusive hala for the regional. 
So thank you so much. Thank you for you too for being here and being awesome. And thank you, listeners, for just being there and being part of the community. And you guys, like I've always said, you are what make both Pokemon and Puckle special. So with that, you can already hear the music. You can already hear the guitar because unfortunately it is that time. And that time is closing time. Good night. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.